0: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
1: this episode of another happy pod is going to contain spoilers if you've not experienced the content yourself please go ahead and do so before coming back and listening to the boys ramble on about it thank you very much joke, I was going to start and now I can't remember it. Fuck. It's okay, remember your joke, it's fine. Oh, cheers Lawrence, now I'll remember it. <laughs> now that you've told me to remember it. Nathan, it's easy, just remember the joke. Oh, if, if it were me, I would just simply remember the joke. <laughs> Hello, you, lovely listener, and welcome back to another happy pod. The show where we talk about pop culture, but try to do so in a more positive light. We don't always succeed, but we do have a good time doing it. My name is Nathan, and as always, I'm joined, sadly not in person this week, but still with him in spirit, it is Lawrence the <laughs> I see. Hello, good sir. Good evening. Good, good, evening. good evening indeed. Uh, I'd like to apologise for the time that we are recording this. It is my fault, mm. um, but we are having yes. a late pod. Sadly, again, like Nathan said, not in person, but we're in the e-space today. And that was that. Anyway, so... Uh, Why do you always do this? <sighs> well, I didn't do it last week because um, I was I was too nice to you because I was with you. Yeah. And I, I feel like this week I have to make up for that. The guard just, was lowered. Exactly. I couldn't bully you in person because I'm a coward and I couldn't look you in the eye and be mean to you. <laughs> so now now that we're separated by hundreds of miles and yeah. discord, now I can, you know... Kick you in your balls. Well, you I mean, you call, call you. You, a d- you can definitely do that one. Yeah, the first yeah. one, not so much, but the you can definitely call me that. Yeah, I mean, I, um, I called you that while I was there. But that's true. You did on air. Was that no? Yeah, you did the intro, didn't you? Yeah, definitely did on air. I always do, but don't tell anyone else that. I won't. Nathan, Either you or me will bleep that out. It's a flip of the coin. Speaking <laughs> of flip of the coins, whoa, 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 oh, sick, mate. but not yet. Um, so <laughs> we. <laughs> <laughs> we... I just meant not specifically that movie, but I am getting into it. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. I, know. I, was, I was with you. I, was, I, was, I took part in that whole journey. So we um, we watched three movies this week. Um, three three movies. Okay, what did we watch, Lawrence? We watched uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, comprised of Batman Begins, The Dark Knight and the Dark Knight doing a rise, You can tell that the idea to call it the Dark Knight Trilogy very much came later in the game. (laughs) I thought that. When I switched on Batman Begins, I was like, this is the odd one out, isn't it? (laughs) It really is. For a few reasons, which we'll get into. I'm sure we will. Um, So, yes. um, Possibly hailed as the three greatest Batman movies of all time, the three greatest comic book movies of all time. Um, the, the quintessential Batman trilogy, as people will often describe it, coming out of the gate, hot take, overrated as fuck. Oh no! <laughs> oh dear me! <laughs> um, people I... say three. People say three great movies. I say one great movie, one movie that's fine, one bad movie, and three terrible Batman movies. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. You've got <laughs> you've got me intrigued. I was low energy, but now I'm interested to hear what you've got to say. Um, yeah. I agree that a segment of them are overrated. I think The Dark Knight is indisputably an amazing movie. Um, I think The Dark Knight Rises is a good movie. I don't think it's just fine. I think it's I think it's good. Uh, and I think it's not talking about The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> oh no <laughs> um and i think that so, so we differ on opinion i think batman begins is really boring i think batman begins is fine <laughs> you heard it here first anyway next week we're going to be doing <laughs> uh all right so yeah so so let's let's jump into this then okay uh, the year was 2005 Christopher Nolan was just a young British maybe boy coming out of doing other films like wizard fight. And here he is directing a Batman movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here he is indeed. Uh, <laughs> firstly, I do have to give props. Um, Cause we obviously view these movies a lot of the time as like, we know them now as the dark Knight trilogy. We know that it's like the grittier realistic Batman, the one that made Batman, not a joke. Yes. Um, but to do that and to take it seriously is kind of an interesting take and an interesting feat that has shaped Batman comics for years, like decades to come, um, which yes. is impressive. Um, but I think I think this this first one, let's go with Batman Begins, obviously. I think this is. Well, yeah, I think this is a weird film. <laughs> and I, I think, also think it's a weird film. Yeah, I think the first half is great. And the second half is really, really boring and a, definitely a different movie to the first half. I pr- most likely agree. Uh, however, I'm not a huge fan of the first half either. Maybe I don't like this movie. Right. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, all right. So, I, I mean, so, well, you've obviously seen these before. What's your relationship with Batman Begins? Like, where, where do you stand with that? Uh, I don't remember watching Batman. My first memory of watching Batman in the cinema um, was in yeah. 2008 when I watched The Dark Knight. Had, like,. You know, I, I knew of Batman because, uh, like, I was a kid. Because was, who like, didn't yeah. know of Batman? Well, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and and I, um, I, I was on holiday with, like, a family friend. um, And, like, I was there. Um, My mum and dad weren't there. They were doing something else that evening. And we got taken to the cinema to see this. And I don't think the person that took us quite realised the extent of the, like, <laughs> the gore oh, and no. the murder in this film. I think they were like, superhero movie, like Iron Man. Wait, this one or Dark Knight? With The Dark Knight. Um, yeah. so that's my How old approach. would you have been then? 2008, you'd have been a 2012? Yeah, Ish. about that, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mad. Yeah, it's a bit crazy. Uh, but Batman Begins, I have I have no idea when I first watched this. Um, yeah. I genuinely have no clue. Um, I, cinemas. I do remember seeing this in the cinemas. I was, I was 35. I was just going to say, I was a young man of 42. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah so as a kid my <laughs> this is true as a kid my favorite movie was Batman and Robin. <laughs> I, oh no. I fucking loved Batman and Robin. Um oh, it's obviously a terrible movie but for kids it's great because it's dumb it's colorful it's it's all that shit. Yeah. Um is that the yeah, one with bat nipples? It's the one with Batn... Well, the last two both have bat nipples, but yeah, it's it's one of the ones with bat nipples. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, so I was obviously very excited to see a new Batman movie, <laughs> but I don't think I liked it at the time, because I was like, oh, well, that's nothing like Batman, is it? It's not really fun and, and campy, how I remember it. <laughs> 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 but over time, I obviously grew up and became a dickhead, so... Yeah. To like you, you appreciated cynicism more um, I appreciated cynicism and cinema and Christopher Charlie Nolan or whatever his name is and and we'll get to him because I think I think he does some things that annoy he me he does some things <laughs> <laughs> no. boy boy, he sure does love women doesn't he No. oh he loves them big time <laughs> you can um, tell he um, hates them he hates women <laughs> no no don't say <laughs> that. it's <That sounds laughs> very clear <laughs> um, um, let me let me just quickly start off before we get into the movies themselves I'm so fucking sick of Batman yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm oh my god when I was watching Batman Begins and I was just being force fed the origin story again, I was like fuck no I fucking know all right? I'm so sick five, of man. seeing this piece of shit fucking depressed billionaire force- do you know why I don't like him because he's a fucking Mary Sue Okay, people (laughs) always complain about you know Ray had no training and she could fly the Falcon or or any of that bullshit or a woman picks up a gun and suddenly she's trained in combat. Like imagine a woman fighting the fucking absurdity of it. But Batman is the most ridiculous fucking (laughs) Mary Sue ever. Batman. He's like, oh, he can do anything. Why? Because he's Batman. Fuck off. No, give me <laughs> a fucking reason for it. Write it down and don't be lazy. You fuck. Oh, I hate him. I See, don't I, hate him. He's a good I, character. It's just that his fans over the years have grown into this group of annoying cunts, and <laughs> and the culture around him annoys me. But yeah fair enough that's fair enough i i i always dispute the um like batman could do anything he wanted with prep time it's like yeah there is there, there is a there is a, his his money is measured by numerical figures if i was to, if i was to tell batman to be richer than he is he couldn't do that with prep time. <laughs> <laughs> like, like little things like yeah they, they wind me up yeah um right what don't what i guess i don't know because this is the one you said was fine what's fine about it why doesn't it like why isn't it not great for you I mean, it's just a standard run-of-the-mill comic. I'm sure for the time it was, you know, because it was new as exciting. It changed Batman. And I will give it props for that because, obviously, you know, Batman just was pried from the fucking corpse of, of um, fucking Joel Schumacher's fingers, and he pretty much tanked the franchise with um, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Um, and, obviously, those are jokes of movies. As fun as they are to watch as kids, they are. <laughs> almost unwatchable if you go back to them now yeah um but and and this really did breathe new life into it it was a serious day gritty dark which at the time great it's not as popular now it's kind of fucking boring to be honest um uh, <laughs> but at the time it was it was a it was a bit of fresh air a bit of new life into batman so for the time great by today's standards it's it's a little dull it's it's yeah. a little um by the numbers i would say um why is liam neeson playing rachel Ghoul? <laughs> yeah that that's something isn't it i it, it like, really is don't get me wrong right i like him and i've got a note that says him and michael Caine, respectively like they do well michael um, cain is the goat of this trilogy Oh, he is. He is, um, and I think they both do well. But I like this movie. is It, it sits weirdly with me because, uh, like, the first half. Bear in mind, I ha- I haven't seen these movies in about five years, just because I think everyone's watched the Dark Knight so many times that it's like tiresome. And then watching, yeah. like, like, let's say, because everyone goes mm. right, I want to watch a Batman movie, and you're not going to watch Batman Begins or the Dark Knight Rises. You're going to put on the Dark Knight if you're that eager to watch a Batman movie. Um, yeah, because it's or the you best part on one of the other ten. Yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, but but my point is once you go to The Dark Knight you don't then go back to Batman Begins or The Dark Knight Rises because you go well I know they're not as good. So yeah. I haven't seen these two in a long time. Um and for the first half I was sat there like this is this is great. I really like this. I think the pacing is nice. I think the the storytelling is good. Like I like they they do this really interesting thing where I think they they have a flashback. Um and the flashback lasts for so long that you kind of forget it's a flashback. And then when it cuts yeah. forward, it feels like a nice refresh and a nice change of pace. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's classic Nolan always yeah, just playing yeah, with the and, fucking and, flow of time. Yeah. And again, like genuinely, I think that any other director, like, couldn't really have brought this back in the way that he did. And I do think his style of filming these films changes drastically by the time The Dark Knight Rises gets into play. Yeah. Um. But the like what I really liked is like the, the concepts that are explored. They're not done through traditional like um horrible exposition scenes. They're introduced really like naturally through great conversations. Like there's a conversation um with um Thomas Wayne about, you know, like what you have to do for the little guy. And th- actually speaking of Thomas Wayne is just a big Gotham City expo dump like he is you was just when you was talking about there's not really many exposition scenes i immediately thought of the train scene where he was like and here's the entire history of gotham bruce yeah this you who have lived in gotham for 10 years here's the history of this city that you live in what i love about that scene is like is bruce wayne turns around and goes did you build this train dad and he's like no but you know who did oppression like (laughs) (laughs) side note side note I, I you can say you can say whatever the fuck you want. You can write in whatever reason you want. There is no fucking way on earth a family of billionaires would be riding the fucking public subway no. in a city that is that ridden with crime. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? No chance. No chance. No chance. chance. Even, but you even see later on in the trilogy, Bruce Wayne doesn't even open his own fucking door. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I I fully, I'm fully with you. Um, Gotham is a thing in this. That um, Gotham has a real stylistic choice in this film, and then later on just looks like Chicago. Um, no, I have I have a note. It's 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 specifically for the Dark Knight Rises. But my note is, um, Chris Nolan needs to decide if if Gotham is Chicago or New York. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because for the first two, it's Chicago, but then for the Dark Knight Rises, it's exclusively New York, and it's I very th- apparent. <laughs> I think, I think Batman Begins is not Chicago or New York. I think Batman Begins is a weird gothic take on a city, which is clearly every time you get a panning shot, it's CG. Um, yeah. You know, because he sat there and he's like, "Oh, there's gloom and there's fog because it's Gotham and it's mysterious and crime ridden." It's definitely um, the most stylized and begins. It's, it's, yeah. it's definitely the most like traditional Gotham is, and it, and it doesn't go full tilt of it. It doesn't go like full gothic architecture, but it definitely has little elements of that. Yeah, and then the like the opening scene of the Dark Knight is just like, <laughs> like Chicago. The joke <laughs> of, yeah, the Joker <laughs> walking around Chicago, like city. <laughs> And it's yeah. just like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And all, the Wayne Tower changes in all three movies as well. Oh, every single one of them. <laughs> that man, yeah. he also cannot decide where he wants his Batcave. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do like the proto-in-between Batcave from the Dark Knight. But anyway, Batman Begins. That's what we're talking about. Like, I, I tell you what, I like this. I like the League of Shadows. Um, yes. I think there is very much so a case of... um perhaps some stereotypes um yeah which is not always the nicest um but i i like the arc of bruce going there bruce training the conversations you know like um uh liam neeson saying you know you're not you're not as like cowardly as your father kind of thing and he's like you didn't know my father and he's like no but i know you i like all that kind of spiritual shit with batman i think it's cool um, I I also like the the League of Shadows stuff for the most part. Anyway, it's it's a nice it, it's because I think the reason I like it is because it's, it's different for a Batman movie. It's yeah. not what you would usually see. Um, so it is quite a like like I was saying, a nice change of uh, a, a bit of fresh air, a bit of new life into it. Um, yeah. which was quite refreshing. The bit I'm not a huge fan of is well, obviously the whitewashing, but also <laughs> yeah. um, also the fact that. Um, because obviously. He he's given a final Bruce Wayne has given a final task to kill this man to serve justice, and then yeah. he can like officially become a member of the league or whatever. Um, but he refuses to do it, obviously because Batman, you know, famously has his rule he he will not kill. That's that's the line he won't draw. Yeah. Um, so he he says no, he won't do it. But then he just proceeds to kill everyone else. <laughs> yeah. In, <laughs> in, in <laughs> the fucking League of Shadows, he just blows up the entire place and doesn't really seem to have an issue with it so no. that was a bit weird yeah it's and he made i could forgive it if it's more classic movie of like batman doesn't kill people but he doesn't he definitely like kind of like i mean even the movie says i don't have to kill you but i i won't i don't have to save you i, don't, I won't kill you but i don't even have to save you hate that. um it, Yeah, it's one it's a bad line because it's 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 just fundamentally like you, that's the one thing you don't write around yeah. like uh just but anyway as well it's, it's yeah, just story yeah. Of murder, so. yeah 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 exactly <laughs> Like if I, yeah, if me and a hitman come to your house and the hitman shoots you, I'm still there. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. um, if you're just dangling off the edge of a cliff, and I very easily could help you up, but I don't. Yeah, I've killed you. So Batman, Batman fundamentally understands that as well. Because in the Dark Knight, the Joker's like, I didn't, I didn't fucking kill Rachel. It wasn't me. I didn't, you know, set the charges. And he's like, Yeah, yeah you're blame <laughs> Kind of thing. Um, so he gets that. Um, yeah, the the thing. The thi- I tell you what the thing that bothered me about this, yes, um, that really like because again I hadn't seen these in ages. Um, the thing that got me was Batman's first on-screen fight in this, like yeah, like as in Batman's, not Bruce's, in like uh, you know as a ninja, um, in the costume, full on, in the, in the costume is just cloth and camera movements. Like, I kind of like that though. I do kind of like the first fight. You're talking about the one at like the shipping containers thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I like that because again, it's it's the fear of it. It's you get the quick moments of him dispatching the guards. It's like moments in Arkham, the Arkham games where yeah. you know the the guards are walking around and you can just swing down, grab one pick one up, pull them away. Um, And then as you keep doing that, the guards get more progressively terrified and and scared and start to like act out and shit. It it was kind of that. And and that's why I liked that moment. But do you not think you get that? And then when it gets to the full on fight, it's then just more of like Batman trying to be like, my cape is in your face. But they're like, in reality, they can all see him and they're like, what are you doing? Like I, because I do love the bit where like the 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 guard goes over to the shipping crate and you just see a cloth just go and take him in, yeah. Like that stuff's really sick. I really like that. It's it's the stuff that when he gets caught and he's like in the middle of them and there's like every angle has got him covered by a gun, and then it just gets super close up, super quick, super shaky, and just cloth (laughs) cutting across the screen. I was a bit like, there is yeah. During some of the fight sequences, there is a lot of cuts, like a lot of quick cuts, which is yeah. Pretty unnecessary and kind of seems weird for Nolan.
0: And it's, um, it's
1: it. No, do you know why? It's because Nolan famously cannot cannot direct hand to hand combat. Like <laughs> I remind, I'm always whenever I think of Nolan combat, I'm always reminded of the infamous fight in Interstellar between Matt Damon. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. um, was it McConaughey? <laughs> just yeah. Two very out of shape dads just <laughs> tussling at each other <laughs> <Yeah>. in space. <laughs> 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 oh, it's not good at all. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, I, I like the idea that the League of Shadows has been like working for as long as anyone can remember. Like I like the fact that they were like, you know, who do you think the um like infested London with like the plague yeah. um, when they got they got too big burned predators. down London I believe yeah oh that was it yeah and it was yeah. um yeah was it did, wasn't it wasn't there something even as far back as the Roman Empire they said. Yeah they were sort by the fall of Constantinople and Rome as well. That's it yeah which yeah. is pretty which is pretty sick. Yeah yeah um, it is it is <laughs> it's it's definitely an interesting narrative yeah. I like I like the fact that there's like <laughs> the Roman Empire can't stop this man, but you know who can? Bruce the billionaire in a bad <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> and costume his, and his daddy's train. <laughs> do, you know, do you know why I think I do like this movie? I mean, likes are strong. It's, it's fine. <laughs> but the, I think the reason I'm a little bit more lenient on it than you, I mean, you might agree with me. I'm not sure, but I think the best part of this movie, I mean, I've, you know, the, the cast, first of all, the cast is really good you know, you, um, well, I'm not a huge fan of Christian bill, but for the most part is, is quite, is quite top tier. Yeah. Um, but I, who I think shines in this more than almost more than anyone, Killian Murphy as Crane. Oh, he's great, and he looks so young yeah. as well. He does. He looks so young. <laughs> I think maybe because I think last time I saw him, it was in a quiet place, and he looks fucking rough <laughs> in the <a, Yeah. laughs> quiet place. So I think it was just a big shock. But yeah, he looks like such a little boy. He does, and he, but he is good. He's very good in this. He is um, really good, and I do. Th- I think the 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 kind of like nightmare and, and fear stuff they did with him as well like the the fear toxin and and the way that's shown is how it affects people i think that's really good as well like the moment um when the fear toxin is flooding the city at the end and then batman's just like flying uh or gliding above above the steam and then you see like what people see their perspective and he's like this big demon sort of thing i think that stuff's all really cool Yeah. Oh no, that, that is, yeah, that's, but that's the thing. Like, I, I think that's the moments where the movie is coolest. I think the, the Bruce Wayne, it's, it's funny you say you hated the, like the, the return of like the, the, you know, the, the, the orphan Bruce Wayne outside the theater, um, Joe Chill, all of that stuff. um. yeah, no, and, and it, it does come with its, like, tiresomes. But the moments, I think, are the strongest in this is when it embraces the stupid superhero stuff, which it does at the end. Yes. um, And the very beginning where it's more of a character study on who Bruce Wayne is and setting the, this, the stage for the main trilogy. There's the a really in-between bit, and, and yeah, somewhat towards the end where I'm just like, this is fucking boring. <laughs> the moments where it's strongest is when it is. Batman when it is an actual comic book Batman movie. And I think out of all of them, this is the most comic book Batman. The the res, it's it's difficult to call these movies a Batman adaptation because everything is just so fucking different and down and and it's it's not in terms of adaptations, it's not a good adaptation of Batman. That's a hill I'll die on. It's not. But it, so yeah, good movies. I think for the good movies, part. yes, that's what I'm saying. The Dark Knight is an incredible movie. It's a bad Batman movie. Yeah, fair enough. I'll take it. Yeah, um, that's Not speaking saying. of. Do you want to move uh, on, Joffrey Baratheon? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the kids the kids at school won't believe me so it, batman's like here's a piece of my wrist or something um yeah. throws him a thing which if that kid is lucky he kept and then sold for millions <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> i'll just quickly go over a few of my uh, notes on batman begins go for um him. hate the batmobile <laughs> don't like it at all <laughs> okay what do you think of the batmobile uh, I don't mind it. It's more of a war tank. Um, it's a tank, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they make that joke. Um, I I think in this universe, a, a, a stupid sports car with big wings wouldn't have looked good. Um, I, I mean, I, yes, I, that's true, but I still don't like it. Yeah, fair enough. It's not for everyone. I I personally think it's fine. I don't mind it. I think there's the scene where he's doing the car chase, um, where he's he's got Rachel in the in the vehicle because um, she's been poisoned and he's trying to get her back to Wayne Manor to give her the the cure or whatever. Um, and there's a big like police chase going on as well. And he puts on like when he's on the highway at the end of the chase, he puts on stealth mode, but then nothing happens. Then he just turns yeah. it off and the cops see him again. And I'm yeah. like, what was the point in that? He was in stealth for like five seconds and then the cops were like, oh, there he is. He needed to breathe breathe for a second. He was like, activate (laughs) stealth mode. He just sat there and was like, this is tough work, you know. (laughs) What what I always find really funny, there's multiple... Have you noticed that in mm. this, there's only one scenario where you see Batman return to like Wayne Manor or the Batcave or whatever? Um, yeah. And it's, and it's because I just think Chris Nolan, there's only so many ways you can write that the cops lose sight of him. You, you <laughs> yeah. can't show Batman driving up to Bruce's driveway and being like, I'll just get out of here. Like, <laughs> uh, so there's, there's like one yeah. occasion where it happens. And even then it's, it's because Rachel's there and it's the plot, um, which is quite <laughs> funny. Very much so. Um, another quick note, he, he 100% killed cops during that car chase because yep. they were oh, just flying all percent, over the yeah. place. Yep. Um, and the last one I have here, so during the end when you see like the, the wreckage of Wayne Manor when he's with Rachel um, or whatever, um, there's a note here, well, that's clearly just the English countryside in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's clearly just like yorkshire moors or whatever it is it, it has a really that that grounds has a really similar feeling to the um the uh the x-mansion, X-Mansion. In first class. Yeah. yeah yeah um which is quite funny is it I, the mean, same I, guess, one? I don't know but i'm, I'm I, I i also i misspoke i guess the um the x-mansion in first class has a similar feel to the batman <laughs> begins oh uh, yeah yeah fair. fair. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's 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 go ahead to the Dark Knight. Arguably, and ev- as everyone knows, by far the superior movie of the trilogy, easily the best movie of the trilogy. Uh, like I said, I'll I'll put my feelings on the Batman, as- which is weird because it's a Batman movie. But I'll put those feelings aside for the moment <laughs> because on just on just a movie, on just a movie viewing experience, fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Really. Oh, I had I had a really good time watching this. The other two not so much. This one I really enjoyed watching. Yeah. I think this this has got a like a constant stress to it. Like yeah. and this is this is one thing that I love about this um is that and and it's the editing as well. Like this is edited in such a chaotic way. Like for example, I think famously the Joker appears in the first scene and then you don't see him again for 20 minutes. And, yeah. and and then you're like, you're sat there going, what the fuck is he doing? And that's a long time in a movie that is this quick paced. Um, yeah. Like a lot happens in 20 minutes. So the fact that you don't see the Joker is weird. Because like if, when it cuts back to him and you see him again, after that, you see him like once every 10 minutes at least. Um, yes. For the rest of the movie. Um, so, it, and it, it's just, it's cut in a way that is so intensely stressful. Uh, and it really adds to like the kind of the chaotic, um, Element, which is like the plot's unpredictable. The Joker, obviously, his whole thing is like, introduce anarchy, chaos, etc. It the film really leans into that, which I think is part of the success of it. And and right away, that that opening bank heist scene with. With you know the four jokers or whatever, and then it's revealed at the end that this is the main Joker. It's it's just so well done. Just oh, I yeah. I can't I well I can't find one flaw in it. But for for the most part, it's it's just really well done and, and really fucking gripping. The way they're just killing each other off one by one, and then the way one of them cottons onto it is like, well, obviously if they've killed each other and I killed him, well then someone's gonna kill me. And just the way it all play, it plays out, is just really well written. And, yeah. and comes together really well. Why doesn't that guy spit out the gas canister? Oh, I know. That's, <laughs> that's bothered me for like, a decade. like just the, the fact that it, it just puts in his mouth and he's like, like, I think the idea behind it is that he's so struck with terror by the Joker's like, you know, unmasking. And he's like, you know, but at the end of the day, we know the Joker and the fear behind it because we know the Joker and the character of him. We go, Oh my God, this is clearly a terrifying moment. Um, yes. As far as this man knows, this is before the Joker has reached, like, fame in Gotham for the being the Joker. The Joker's not known at this point. This is, <laughs> this, this this is just is, a guy in makeup. This this is a mentally ill man with face paint. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think the idea is that he's meant to be so terror-struck that he just leaves it in. He could just spit it out and just... It I know he's been shot, but just etch back a little bit. I mean, I, I understand that he might be a little scared, but he's a fucking mob boss at the end of the day. Like... Yeah. I, I, don't, I, can't I don't buy the you're... fact that he'd be so terrified that he couldn't spit out. It just yeah, and I think I think you lose your right to say this man is terrified when he is the only person that gets up with a shotty yeah. and just starts offloading. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Weird, weird, weird moment, but like I said, just a, just a minor blip in an otherwise phenomenal sequence. Even the fucking timing of the bus coming out in the fucking row of school buses, the debris clearing off from it at the right point so that by the, by the time the cops come past, it's just another normal school bus. It's just so well done, so well made. And I give Nolan a lot of shit, okay, because I think it's funny. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I think it's funny, and I think it's funny to Wind up people who love Nolan a little bit too much, um, but but I but fucking fair play because this is is really well done. I think it's just a very airtight script. Like yeah. it's it's really well thought out. Um, like also, Hans Zimmer is pulling his weight when it comes to this movie. Like the score in this is genuinely off the rails. Um, but yeah, no, um, yeah, Chris, it is. It is just a tight script. Like there's not really a single plot hole that you can point at and you know this this is tired because like people have been praising this film for decades or or, Uh, over a decade Um, and it's just like there's there's actually not that many flaws to discuss There's, there's not there's not necessarily any plot holes there's definitely some nitpicks and some and some weird choices and moments gas canister being one of them um one one other thing i do like and and this goes again for the dark knight rises when it happens again i like that killian murphy comes back i like that he's this just kind of reoccurring just (laughs) essentially a batman rogue really um, yeah who just keeps popping up and i I do like that he comes back in the movies yeah no he's yeah he um yeah, because he, he, he pops up in all three of them, doesn't he? And he's very yeah. much just like, every time you see him, he's just like, I'm just going with the flow. Yeah, whatever's happening in Gotham, I'm just <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, um. One thing that, like, if, if we're going to do that, because I think the only way to talk about this movie is, like, we can talk about what we loved, but everyone's spoken about what they loved. Um. There's a funny thing that I picked up that I've never noticed before. So yeah. there's, there's a scene where Batman... And I believe it's just after something big happens. I don't think it's just after Rachel dies. I think it's after like, so, someone. Oh, it's after the fake out with uh, Jim Gordon's death. Um, yeah. And it and it's a cut that says like, "God help whoever he whoever he does want to talk to tonight." Um, and it cuts to a nightclub uh, of the mob boss, and he's just in his nightclub. Yeah. Um, sprouting and off. Batman's him. just killing all fighting <laughs> and, guys. I like it, right? I like it. But the choice of song makes it crystal clear that Chris Nolan has not been clubbing in over 30 years. What was the song? <laughs> it just this generic. <laughs> 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 yeah. And it just, I don't know why. And it's and I and I think it's 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 because some of the punches sync up. It looks like it's a fan edit and it makes me laugh every time. Um I quite <laughs> like that moment. I don't know, there's something about Batman just fucking beating the shit out of the guys in a nightclub, which I think is funny and I yeah. quite like. It's very John Wick esque that scene. Yeah, um, yeah, it is. Very much that kind of over the top bullshit. Um yeah. One thing, I one thing. I've, this is mean. I don't want to. I'm just going to say it anyway. This is a very mean note that I've got. Um, but fuck it, Maggie is not as talented as her brother. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh No, I disagree. I think she's great in this. Really? I I do. I think oh. her character leaves something to be desired. Um, Recast from um, Kate Katie Holmes in the first one. Which is good because I'll get I I will I I will I will uh, testify that she is about as wooden as wood. Um, I thought Katie Holmes was a lot better than Maggie Gyllenhaal. Really? Yeah. Did I thought to no, know there was just something about Maggie that was kind of strange and a little over the top, and is and that she has that line like. God, Harvey, you're Gotham's DA. If you're not getting shot at, you're not doing your job properly. All right? But there's something about it. It was just, oh, that's really weird. I, don't I like get that. do not blame the actress for she 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 has yeah it's it's you can't dispute it. She has the worst lines in the trilogy. She like has. she gets given all of the like <laughs> she gets basically she's there to be like uh, Harvey Dent is great. Um, and yeah. Harvey Dent is personable and Bruce here is the difference between you and Harvey I'm going to tell you right now and you will understand it you the audience I mean Bruce um like and it's that is that is her entire point in this I do think that she also, the... also another classic example of hollywood friggin which for those who don't know is the act of killing off the female role in your movie in order for the male character to feel pain there you go famously done in deadpool 2 Uh, I mean, it's kind of done in Deadpool Two. Like, it's 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 exclusive. It's the main plot of Deadpool Two. Yeah, but then it like you know it's undone, and then like it's it's a fake out kind of thing. No, it's 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 done in Deadpool Two. Even Ryan Reynolds has joked about it himself. It's 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 one of the bad things about Deadpool Two. Fair enough. I mean, I don't know, like I because I think I do think it's more than that. Like personally, I don't get me wrong. I do not think her character has a fair run at all. Um, And I don't think she's given much good material. I, I don't I, think that it helps that she's a new invention either, because Rachel Dawes is not a character in the comic books. No, no, not at all. And, and I don't think that helps things. If it, Batman doesn't have a lot of love interests, I mean, the Selina Kyle she comes in later. There's Vicky Vale, kind of. She's not in these movies, um, so so it is hard to give him a love interest. So I can see why they would have invented one. I think they yeah. just kind of, kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit with it. Yeah. Oh absolutely. You can tell that they didn't really know what to do. Um, but I think I think her death is way more than just Batman needs to be sad. I think I like the fact that it's it's a scheme derived from the Joker and it's a way that you know, like the Joker intentionally lies about which address he gives Batman and all of that. And it's I and like I like the chaotic nature of the death. I like the fact that the Joker lied and, and the tragedy of the moment. When you know Bruce Batman opens the door and you see Harvey and he's just like, "No, what the fuck are you doing here? You need to go get her. Why are you here?" And yeah. you can you can hear the pain in his voice. I like that. I still think it's just now nah, we got kill her. Batman's got to be sad. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I I get where you're coming from. I do, and it is it, it's difficult because there's not much of a defense for this character because she does nothing, yeah. um, other than yeah, like you're right, show up and be like, I I am very capable at my job. Uh, you'll have to take my word for it. You'll never see me do it. Um, and and Bruce and Harvey, uh, you two are different, and here's why. Um, How I, long had um had rachel and harvey been dating because i get the sense that it wasn't that long that they were kind of just starting out in their relationship but then she dies and he goes off the fucking rails he he goes off the rails like they have been together for years um but i get the sense that it wasn't that long but maybe i'm wrong yeah because i think that i think this as well because you know it, it, it's given the point of firstly Bruce has never met Harvey before this film. So And this is about a year after Batman Begins. Yeah. Um so he's never met him. Obviously they're not together. Um you know (laughs) Harvey wakes up one morning and it's just Maggie Gyllenhaal instead of Katie Holmes and he's like, What? Um, Um But yeah, no, I yeah, because you get the sense because they they hold hands in the restaurant, and he has that line like, you know, if I was sneaking out at night, someone would have noticed by now. It's kind of like a new thing. It's like an established like that's a way of telling Bruce, you know, we're we're together, kind of thing. Yeah, Um, and it's yeah, it it does, and he does, (laughs) perhaps he does overreact just a smidgen. I think Um, I think that's one of the the. I'm again, it is hard to find bad points with this movie, but I do think that is one of the. Bad points. The I Two Face. Okay, love the design. The design is fucking incredible. The absolutely the best Two Face design ever for two thousand and eight as well. Like exactly. It looks great. It looks incredible. It's difficult to look at. It's uncomfortable. You can see why Gordon looks away every time he's like looking at him because it's it's creepy it's fucking horrendous and yeah. and the pain the dent himself must be going for it just having that fucking exposed flesh and everything like that uh yeah re- really fucking well done the the character it, it, i think for me it just leaves a little bit to be designed and i think again this is coming back to it's not necessarily dent from from comics Dent, it's it is kind of Harvey Dent, Two Face, in name only. Really, yeah. They've yeah. taken the aspects, they've taken the design, the 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 you know the DA backstory, and but they've kind of just then created a new character altogether with it, which which is fine. You know, you absolutely can do that, and if it works well, great. But the whole the whole way he just overreact. Well, if you can call it overreact, I personally think he is overreacting. I mean, it's hard to say someone's reacting about the death of their girlfriend. That's fucking harsh. But I but mean, it is, it, but it's a superhero movie. Like, I get that it's his motivation for going off the rails. But yeah. but I think I think if in real life, you know, like partners die, and then you decide, just gonna go. And... <laughs> threaten some kids tonight you am going to become the joker <laughs> I'm, I'm going to become the two-face um, i like i like yeah, it. it it does seem just a little bit like he goes crazy for no reason really yeah yeah i mean it's a it's a fair point i think also it's because it comes in it's supposed to be a twist and it's supposed to be the last fuck you from the joker who is yeah obviously main antagonist of the film so when it comes as his final like you know bruce is like (laughs) bruce is there like you lost joker because the people on the ferry are good people and they love people like me and i see the good in people and you're the joker um and then (laughs) and then the joker's like but not but not yet batman because i've done a thing with harvey and he's like oh no what have you done and then it's 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 meant to be the last resounding the joker left a mark that like you know despite the fact that the joker you know, lost and wasn't a physical match for Batman. His plan didn't go exactly according to it. He still left a lasting stench of like corruption on Gotham that does have an effect in the later movies and, and, and makes, and I think that one of the greatest things about the next movie is that they really lean into the fact that they had to tell a big porky <laughs> Um I think, yeah, I think at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, I think you nailed it on the head. Fucking Joker, while he did not physically win, while he didn't, you know, be Batman or whatever, he psychologically, mentally, he, he did win. And I think he even says something to that effect in the movie as well. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, Gotham, from now on, it's... It's it's stained because of this day because of what happened. The legacy is yeah. is is stained, and and clearly Gordon and and Bruce know that because they have to fucking create this lie and pretty much destroy Bruce's life um, in order to keep the faith and and all that sort of stuff. Heath Ledger, I mean, what can you say? <laughs> that hasn't already been said. Yeah, obviously, He's like fucking in absolutely incredible performance. I I do kind of have the opinion that his death is kind of the best marketing this movie had, um. Which sounds harsh. I I don't necessarily think it would have been popular had he not died. But I think it is still you cannot take away from from what he did because it is just an amazing performance. Yeah, I I agree, and I think uh. Whilst I don't, well, again, I can't speak to it being like a marketing tool. I don't know how much the studio were like. I I, I don't by that I don't mean like the fucking Warner brothers were like, oh, they wouldn't surprise me, but they weren't like, come <laughs> see the fucking last movie Heath ledger. did. They weren't there was nothing like that. I just the mean the like <laughs> the new Suicide Squad where it's like people are dying to act in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I there was nothing like I remember it well, there was nothing like that. I just mean in the fact that obviously, you know, people wanted to see people were interested to see this role that, that Heath did before he died and that sort of thing. Yeah. That's what I mean. And this is I think this is like i like this role because this is the role that and 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 and, it, and it's great because of the fact that it was you know obviously tragic that it was his last role and so young to die as well wasn't um, actually his last role no but as in like like the, the biggest thing like the last the last role he did was this weird and he never he never finished it he died during production um, but it was this weird fuck. It, I can't remember the name of it. It was like Mr. Magorium's wonder Emporium. That's not the name. That's a different movie entirely, but something, <laughs> something to that effect. And then they had to like finish his role with like Johnny Depp and then a few different actors who, and they wrote in like a shape shifting aspect of it or something. I don't know. I can't remember from, from what I heard. It's not a good movie though. I never saw it. But, um, well, this, yeah. is, this, this to me, I say last because this is, I, although I didn't know that in fairness, um, that, that, I say last. This is the full stop on his career, like quite clearly. Um, And what I like about this is it's that it's for such an iconic character that again can get very very tired. This is he he raised the bar, and if his legacy is anything, it will be a very very tough act to follow, which is and which which has been proven. Because since yeah, the, since Heath we've had two jokers, in my personal opinion, none of them up to scratch. Um he he no no one he is the best on screen joker. And while okay, yes, his his on-screen joker did give us Annoying dickheads at Halloween every year dressing up and doing the fucking terrible impression and saying, Do you want to know how he got these scars? It's annoying. Stop doing it. You are shit. At it, okay. Stop doing yeah. it now. Um, it's still a fucking great performance. <laughs> I can promise you that your yes. frantic tongue movements do not make a good impression. <laughs> um and, and that that's something as well. Like I guess because and again, this is uh, I will not be the groundbreaker to say this. I will not be the first person that's mentioned this. Um the nuance and subtlety of his performance goes like often, people are just like he plays crazy so well. Such a great Joker. I don't think he's crazy though. That's I would no, know. He's, he's not. not and crazy. He's, no, and I he's think not. he's very intelligent and he knows exactly what's going on at all times. Which is which is evidenced by the fact that when things are a news to him, the yeah. the frantic ticks and stuff they stop. He's digesting information. He's not focusing on playing the part of the Joker uh, yeah. as as this as this man is. He's um, not the mad manacle clown who will just burst out laughing and gun down a room of people because he felt like it he's that's that's not this version of the joker Um, he's definitely more methodical in what he'll do sure he he may he may do stuff to make it seem like chaos and anarchy and doing things just for the fuck of it but that's i don't think that is this character at all though it's i think it's one of the best pieces of dialogue in this um where basically there's just such a keen um Basically, he says, um, you know, do I look like a man with a plan? And Harvey's there. And the, yeah. this this is the moment that defines Harvey for me, because he should know better. Yeah. And he should know that he absolutely has a fucking plan, but his emotion <clears> gets the <throat> better of him, and he leans into the Joker's bullshit, which is eventually what corrupts him, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really. I think my, and this is kind of dumb, but my favorite moment from the Joker in this movie is it's towards the beginning when he goes to the the room of like all the mob bosses and whatever, and he's got the coat, like the coat full of grenades, and everyone just sort of like backs up as he's like tugging lightly on the string, and one of them goes, "You think you can just steal from us and walk away?" And he just goes, "Yeah." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just no emotion behind it. Just yeah, I can Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think you can still force walk away? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I just do. Just sounding bored by. It. Yeah, oh, he's he's great, and and he's like, the, I the fact that he had like a, a say in the designer, this like mm. character, he obviously crafted this, um, and I think you know not to not to give credit where it's, where it's due, like like Chris Nolan, this is. Obviously, a lot of this is down to his work as well, um, yes. and getting an incredible performance out. And I think, like, there's a reason this film is so iconic and held up in such a high standard. And it, and I think a large part of that is the performances and the direction of these characters. I, I have always said, whilst Heath is amazing in this, he is supported so intensely by Aaron Eckhart in this movie. Like, yeah, who's uh, uh, Den, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Den, yeah, who I think yeah. is. Like giving, yes, he's doing completely different things, and his performance is far less noticeable because he's not the one in the room going with his fucking mouth and, yes. and you know tugging on grenades and shit like that. But his performance is easily on par with Heath Ledger's, in my opinion. Hmm, I don't know if I agree, but I see where you're coming from. Fair and enough. Yeah, yeah, I see. I, I do see where you're coming from, and, and he is good. He is definitely good. I'm just not quite sure he reaches the heights. That that Heath does himself. Um, what was I going to say quickly? Yeah, I like how Joker again in that same scene with the mob bosses, he calls the 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 guy who's not there. He calls him the television. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, calls <He's> him <laughs> awesome the television. That's very funny. I enjoy that. Um, so there's the hospital sequence. I think the conversation that Dent and and Joker have that moment of corruption between the two characters. It's it's a, just a fucking great moment. And you can just, the way you can see just the wheels turning in both of their heads, Um, even down to the fact that I, I genuinely think Joker is just fully prepared to die at one point. Like, if the coin does land on the, on the dark side, he'll be like, well, fair enough. That's how it's turned out. Guess my time's up. He's just yeah. fully prepared to go ahead with it, which I enjoy. I do think it's hilarious that Dent doesn't notice him until he pulls down the mask. Yeah, yeah. I, and I I yeah, it it's dumb. It is dumb. Um yeah. but it's again like it's just one of them moments where like I can only assume it was like an afterthought or like yeah. I don't I, don't, I, I can't explain it. It's weird. Um, it's very cuz it's very clearly the Joker. Like there's yeah, these, the mask is only covering up to the nose and then you have the, the whole like face paint and eyes going on. It's it's very clearly the joke, yeah, but whatever. Um, and then as well, there's the famous destruction of the hospital sequence moment. Now, a lot of people, and myself included up until very recently, believed that or believe that these the moment where the hospital is destroyed, um, it, it pauses. The destruction pauses midway through it. And yeah. and uh, the story is that that was unintentional. That the detonation went wrong. And that Heath Ledger improvised the tapping of the remote thing again, mm. and then somehow miraculously it worked. That's not the case. It was actually planned to go that way. Yeah. I think, because I, whilst I never saw that confirmed, whenever someone told me that, I just went, but it. But it's too well timed, isn't it? Yeah. And it's and again, it's one of them things where it's like these the people that are saying this, I think, are the same people that like playing the Joker killed Heath Ledger. He was just he was just he reached such such intense levels in the middle of a scene that he dropped dead, like no (laughs) like acting doesn't kill you. Look! Look! Method acting is weird, and I'm not necessarily—I don't like it, and I don't think it's necessary at all. But it's not going to kill you. I think <laughs> the thing with method acting—I think if if it's the way you—if it's your process and it's the way you've been trained, because um, it's way more of a classic method. Um, If that's the way you've been training, that's the way you do things, and it's good, and and that's fine if that's the way you want to do things. But keep yourself quiet, lock yourself in your trailer, come out for your scenes, and go. It's not an excuse to be a cunt to everyone on the set. (laughs) That that's my thing. I just I think I feel like with method acting, you're making everyone's job so much harder because like you know every there's on a film set it's not just actors there's so many crew fucking people just trying to get the job done lighting technicians fucking whatever there's so many people just trying to do their jobs and and it's difficult if there's someone just like oh well i'm gonna kill these people yeah and it's and it's never written and it's always cringy like yeah imagine a scenario where they're like heath we need you in the makeup chair and he's like who's heath yeah yeah (laughs) And there's some there's some intern there, and they're just like, please fuck off. Like, <laughs> exactly. it's and you know what it is? It's exactly the shit that fucking Lita was doing. Right? Yeah. It's the fucking yeah. I'm the Joker, baby. So I'm gonna send you a fucking condom. All right? Yeah. Have that. Like, why? Like, yeah. is this really helping your performance? You was in the movie for fucking five minutes, dude. Come on. Yeah, I mean, he thought he was in it for longer, but. It's well. like I said again. Whatever your reasons, it is not an excuse to be a cunt. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but Christian Bale will not take that. He will be the biggest cunt on the set. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> he's a colourful character. He um, is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love about that Christian bail rant that even in that, even when someone has like caused him to break character and snap and then he has to just physically yell at someone for like two minutes straight, he's so much of a method acting cunt that he still uses the fucking American accent. He oh, can't I, I... use his regular accent to do it because he's so method. <laughs> And it's and it's become almost like a meme, isn't it? Like the oh, good for you, oh la dee da da. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, Do yeah. I just come into your set and fucking rip your <laughs> lights down? Oh my god, what a what, what a, a dickhead! What a dickhead, indeed. I don't like him. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, Heath, great. Joker, great. Dark Knight, great. Thumbprint, bad. Makes no sense. Uh, give it to me again. The bullet thing when they get in the thumbprint off the bullet and they like reconstruct it with like lasers and guns. Oh yeah, but I mean it's Batman. There's gonna be shit that just doesn't make any fucking degree. Also, on that note, Batman, the world's greatest detective, which essentially in this movie boils down to, where's the Joker? Where's Riddler? Like, not Riddler, but Rachel. That's all he does. That's all yeah. his detective work. He yeah. just screams and yells. Where is things? yeah (laughs) yeah it's very true yeah (laughs) (laughs) the batman the greatest detective that ever was and he's so good at finding things out he he just screams in people's faces i do i tell you what though i do like the moment where it's you know um i think it's moroni or like one of the mob bosses one of the italian names that is used for the mob boss name Mm. um yeah he says like you know from one professional to another a fall from this height wouldn't kill me and batman goes i'm counting on it and then just drops him and breaks his leg um <laughs> i think that's a cool moment i like Oh, well, that. that reminds me um call back to batman begins there's obviously so during the flashback sequence when you got a youngish bruce and he was going to kill uh, joe chill on the day of his trial or whatever but he didn't get the chance yeah and then he makes the decision to leave gotham so he buys that homeless guy's coat um, Which, whatever, that in itself is fair enough. But then, a couple of years later, when he's back as Batman, that same homeless guy is there. <laughs> and then he's just like, nice coat. It's a bit weird, it's a bit cheesy, but whatever, I'll forgive it. What the, the, the weird thing about that is, was that homeless guy just watching the entire fight? just that entire time (laughs) he was just (laughs) bearing in mind these mob bosses are all armed they pull up in big big scary cars and he's just the entire time he's just by his little bin fire and he's like i wonder what's going on over there (laughs) like they're firing guns all around them and he's just there like yes cool man that's where i live if i have to make another bin fire somewhere else i'll be fuming so he's like i've i've made my bin fire for the night i will sit here (laughs) yeah I don't know what a bin fire is. You could have at least bought him a home, Bruce, you fucking cunt. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, he walks, man walks into a restaurant and he's like, my models want to go swimming. Also, you can't buy a building by giving a check to a waiter. (laughs) Well, that that waiter could very easily just walk off with, like, fucking 60 million dollars or whatever. See ya, best (laughs) night of my life. And then he, he could very easily turn around and just say, oh, I was under the impression it was a tip. (laughs) mr mr wayne had had a few drinks i didn't uh what he said was illegible yeah i went and cashed my money and i'll see you later baby Um, (laughs) (laughs) i can i can forgive the cheesy bruce wayne stuff though because it is an act oh i like i like it i like the slimy bruce like you know like there's a there's the moment um which i think is great and every time it cuts to him and he's playing the like the 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 billionaire playboy Bruce version, um, the, you know, he's just got such a shit eating grin (laughs) on him. Um, and, um, and it, but there's one line that's perfect. He was like, exactly who appointed the Batman. And it's, (laughs) it's just like, ah, I want want to kick you. You're so rich and annoying. Um, (laughs) what i do alfred is great alfred's got a lot of great moments i really like the the the, first of all the relationship between bruce and and alfred is obviously great Um, i do like the little moment where like bruce is planning to turn himself in and and he's just like i'm gonna tell him the whole thing was your idea but before that he's like go on then alfred you can tell me you know i told you someone's like no master wayne i won't do that but i did bloody tell you so though didn't i yeah, it's great, and I think the I think this movie has a like it's a noticeable step up um, in terms of um, <clears throat> like the interplay between those two. Like in this movie, they really feel like they're like old friends. That yes, for years and years. In the first movie, I didn't buy it that much. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Ed and the modes was right. No capes. Okay, yeah, you big time. Yeah, because that yeah. fucking hell. The, he is moments at any given moment when he's riding that fucking bike, he is seconds away from just being sucked into the back of that thing. Oh, big time. Although, I knowing Batman, he'll probably have a fail safe that like it's like cape eject capabilities or something. Um, I think yeah. I think this movie is the start of Chris Nolan's obsession with doing shit in the air. Like, I think this you mean? movie. I think cuz you know he has the like the sky jump uh with Batman yeah. he does like all the um uh, all the SWAT team rappelling into the like the skyscrapers. I think this. I think this movie. Chris Nolan finished this movie, went home, and turned around to his partner, if he has a partner, or just himself in the mirror, <laughs> and, just, and just went. Or just a collection of DVDs.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: He turned around to the concept of cinema. Uh, <laughs> just a glowing gold orb, or a living room with no couches. <laughs> <laughs> and he turned around and he went. He said something along the lines of, "I like doing things in the air." <laughs> um, and since then, in like almost every movie, he's just been obsessed with doing a stunt in the sky, um, which is quite fun, and I do like it. What was um, the? Is there a sky stunt? I'm trying to think. an Inception. In oh, good point. Fair play. Um, maybe not actually. Interstellar. I mean, it's. You could argue that it's in space. Yeah, there's the, there's the moment where he's like spinning the thing around to lock on. So I'll give you that one. Yeah. Um, Tenet? Uh The building ship. I don't remember enough about the movie. Um, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Gordon's kids' names are weird. What are they called again? They're called. So Gordon uh, is called James Gordon. His yeah. wife is called Barbara Gordon. His daughter is called Barbara Gordon. His son is called James Gordon. (laughs) I really like those names. So, I and mean, I mean, this isn't Chris Nolan's fault, but this is the first time I noticed it during this movie. I mean, I've always known that Barbara Gordon is is named after her mum, but this was the first time I ever noticed his son was named after him, and I was like, "That's very weird." That both kids are named after the parents. It's like, um, was it it's Will Smith, Willow Smith, Jada, um, Jada, Jaden? Later, Jaden yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess there's just I, I get Chris, what can Chris do about that? Like, if he was to change that, he'd have a million people at his door. Like, oh, you know, the sun changed fabulous. everything else. Yeah, I know, but it's like I <laughs> don't know. I I've, I he yeah, gave I, Talia Al Ghul a fucking completely different name and life. That's a fair point. It's a very yes. fair point. And she's a she's a character that you do not want to get on like. You don't want to upset her fans. Yeah. I am Marianne Cotillard. I'll stab you with this knife. Anyway, that is the Dark Knight, a great movie from two thousand and eight. But you already knew that. You did. Uh, so I'm glad. Let's talk. The one we spoke about. Yes. Well, there was the most to say. Let's talk about this shit ending. Oh no. Okay. Um, I just got off mm-hmm. watching this. I just finished watching this. I finished um, watching this a couple of hours ago. I could have done with less close-ups of Anne Hathaway's bum. Um, I'll be honest, could have done with less of that. Something else I could have done with less of the movie. It's long. It's very long. It's a, it's a really long film, isn't oh, it? It's so long. Yeah, yeah, like two two forty-five or something. Um, it's. I think I like the plot. I think it's. It loses. I think it's got a serious problem with pacing. Get rid- it does massively. Get rid of that entire opening sequence with a player. Yeah. You don't need it at all. While it is cool and it is visually great, it's just completely unnecessary to the rest of the movie. <laughs> Cuts back to Chris Chris Nolan explaining. <laughs> but Sky stuff to his glowing <laughs> concept of cinema orb. <laughs> we Whenever- need to introduce Bane in a fun and interesting way. Okay, Bane. All right. The voice is dumb. We all know that. We all know that the voice is dumb. Okay. Um, what I notice, I've seen this movie a couple of times, and this is the first time I really noticed this. Obviously, when everyone's on say, you know, everyone's saying their lines as they would do on say, you know, uh, for Gary Alderman saying whatever he says, Christian Bell saying whatever he says, Tom Hardy will, assumedly, say what he says there, but then it's obviously dubbed later on in the studio. It's yeah. so fucking obvious that Tom Hardy is just speaking into a microphone. This—it's yeah. so fucking obvious that his lines are done completely separately in the studio. They do not mix well together at all. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and it's this. This is a problem. Um I you know what it's time. like. Sorry to interrupt. You know what it's like? It's like those moments in musicals and Glee when it cuts from like the talking stage to the singing aspect. That's yeah. what it's like. Yeah, 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 and you can you <laughs> so visibly tell. Yeah. And, this is, I think, um, at its core, uh, a problem with Chris Nolan, and I, I would never claim to know better than Chris Nolan. He, eats mm. for all his flaws, and I think for some of his I over, for, over <laughs> for some of his overhyped <laughs> movies, I think the man has a very, very big problem understanding the art of sound mixing. Yes. Um and you know, he, he seems to have a chip on his shoulder about it. But, like um like he knows better and you're wrong yeah but like so, mate we can't hear it so Chris um so Tom Hardy's lines yeah all of them and yes, it's it's blatantly clear that they're recording to a microphone. If the mannerisms weren't enough to give that away, it's the fact that they're like 10 decibels louder than every other fucker's line. Yes. Like, the first scene is set on a fucking aeroplane, and, you know, fucking Peter Baelish, or whatever his name is, he's fucking yelling to be heard over the engines. But then you can just hear Tom Hardy crisp as fucking apple cider <laughs> yeah. just saying whatever he's saying. Like, there's... it's, And he's not struggling at all. Either that mask has some very powerful fucking... Speakers on it, or it is just clearly very overdubbed. Well, so this this will be good for for an mm. audio reference for the podcast listeners. So mm. this is how it sounds when you're just having a normal conversation. You're somewhere else, and then Bane will reply, and he'll say, "Hello, my name is Bane," <laughs> and, it's, and it's 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 incredibly <laughs> yeah. distracting. it's it really so is. distracting. Um, and and also yeah, just the fact that I I watched this entire movie. Which, again, to reiterate, is inf- is a very long movie. Very long. The longest of the three. With the remote control in my hand, because I needed to continuously turn it up 20 volume points <laughs> whenever there was uh, dialogue, and turn it down 20 whenever there was action. Because this, I can only presume, was sound mixed by someone uh, with Parkinson's. Um, <laughs> because, <Really>? because, <laughs> because it is all over the fucking shop. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's really it's it's insane that it's fucking. I don't know what it is about Nolan. Like I don't understand the chip he has on his shoulder about this sort of thing. But it comes up time and time again. People yeah. said it about this movie. They said it about Interstellar. It's fucking all over the place. Internet. It's just something that keeps on happening. Um, but for whatever reason, he's like, no, I know better. Yeah, and I—I'd I, imagine I—I I don't think like again. I'm I'm making light of it for a joke more so than anything. Um, there's clearly a reason he does this. It's clearly an <laughs> intentional choice. Um, yeah, because you, just because there's because there's there's rules and regulations through studios. Like for example, all color that goes through like Netflix has to be graded to a certain color spectrum um because it's 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 in contracts it's it's in a colorist job description so i'd imagine stuff like this happens with sound but for whatever reason warner brothers is just like they <laughs> they're printing off a new chris nolan contract and they go that whole thing about sound just remove that chris kind of does his thing um and it's and it's really really weird <clears throat> yeah it is it's is very strange um so what do you think of the movie overall you you quite like it i like it i think it's long and why (laughs) Uh, so i think it's um a lot of the things make it a natural progression i think if you were to jump from batman begins to the dark knight rises you'd be like what the fuck is going on um well yeah because you missed out the middle chapter no but as in like tonally it's not it's not the same characters it's you know it's very very different thematic movie um Whereas to go from The Dark Knight to The Dark Knight Rises, I think so easily a a movie, you know, a a prequel, not a prequel, but like the movie that came prior in a series can get forgotten in favour of the new exciting idea. Um, And this is a movie that really respects The Dark Knight and rightfully so, because I think they knew where their bread was buttered in the trilogy. Um, But I like the fact that the movie like if there was a loose thread not that there's many from the dark knight this addresses it if there was you know a, a consequence set up in the dark knight this movie deals with the fallout of that consequence um and i just think i think it can i think it's a good continuation i don't think it's a good ending that is I cannot stress it's that a enough. bad ending it's really yeah. it's really bad ending i yeah. don't I don't know if I would agree that it you know carries on everything perfectly from the dark Knight. The stuff with dent yes that's that's really well done and I do like how it comes back to to, to bite Gordon in the arse and, and all that sort of stuff and you know he has the letter and he's pl- he's been living with this guilt. it's destroyed his marriage his relationship um yeah. i I do like all that sort of stuff um that's all interesting. I I think, I feel like the, and and I get it, Heath Ledger died, okay, but I do think it's weird that nothing is mentioned about Joker at all, because Joker didn't die at the end of The Dark Knight, Joker yeah. is just strung up, and his, his story just kind of weirdly doesn't wrap up at all, he's just kind of left hanging, and, and that's the last we see of him. Yeah. um and and i think it's it's weird to have a character that created that much of an impact and is that iconic to then just not even reference him at all like it never even happens not even a mention of his name at no point is the joker mentioned or anything Wait, surrounding him there's, I there's the that's... dense stuff yes but there's nothing about joker I think, I think that's largely down to the eyes that they had on them as a studio to do something. And I think Warner Brothers opted to do nothing rather than do something that was wrong. Um, this was, you know, one of the first instances mm. in recent memory where a movie and a popular IP, had, you know, we've seen it later on, you know, when um, um, when Leia obviously couldn't be as, as big of a character as she was always going to be in episode nine. And the, yes. eyes, the eyes of the world were on that movie going, what are you going to do, JJ? Like, wh- how are you going to do this? Um, yeah. This was the first time, I think, a studio and a major IP had had suffered the death of of an enormous performance. Um, uh, And I think they just chose, you know, to their flaws or to not. Like, I can't say that what they could have done would have been better. I don't know, because I don't know what the plans were. But I would imagine that they just went, I think it's more respectful if we leave it. And to an extent, I agree. It does mean that something feels off about it. Um, In my head, the Jokers spent the whole movie in the Dark Knight breaking out of prisons. I'd imagine they put him in a fucking thing underground. I'd imagine they put him on some, you know, (laughs) took him off to a different country in some fucking hellhole somewhere to to not be the US's problem. There's, I mean, a, a line like that would have been fine. I just think it's, I think what they had in their hands was Heath Ledger's career and legacy and the eyes of the world and they shit a brick and went, let's just not do it. Fair enough. That makes sense. Uh, again, I just I don't necessarily think it was the right choice. Yeah, um, fair enough. I I feel like there this should have at least been one t- at least tiny reference or mention. It, even even not necessarily say what he's doing now, just at least mention what he did. Just bring him up. Um, because there wasn't even that. It it seemed it just felt very strange. And I think probably more so because I like. I watched The Dark Knight, and then the next day watched The Dark Knight Rises. So, you know, it's probably just fresh in my mind, really. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't four years later. So, so, so yeah, I mean, that's probably part of it, too. But, yeah, I, ju- I just thought it was odd and strange. Alfred speaks exclusively in metaphors and folk tales, but I like <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, he really does. He is, he is when Chris Nolan cuts loose with a pen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, just, and just goes. You want to. You want to reference. You want to. You want to. You want to. You want an old story. You want to. Yeah. You want to hear about a time I met a guy in Burma. Here you go. There's a fucking yeah. story for you. Yeah, you're right. It's it's massively just Chris Nolan showing off. But but yeah. you know Michael Kane, He still sells it. It's 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 really good from him yeah I, oh yeah because this is that's hard dialogue to pull off um, <laughs> yeah and i do i do really like one moment i really like from this movie is is the part where alfred is just like i just can't do this anymore i i just cannot watch you kill yourself like i yeah. I love you you're a fucking son to me and i i just cannot stand by anymore and and watch you put yourself through this and and so he just leaves i i really like that moment that's a really powerful moment i think I yeah it is. Um, I I like the subtext behind it. <laughs> then it's just like Bruce Wayne. Will you shut the fuck up about Rachel? She, <laughs> she thought you were a fucking knob. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've got the receipts. I mean, not anymore because I've burned them. But her I and, had the receipts. Her and Harvey had pillow talk about how you were a big fucking loser. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we all laugh about it in the group chat yeah you're not you're not in it <laughs> um yeah no I, I I agree I think that is a powerful moment um i there's a few funny things about this um there's I a think lot of funny things about this i I think the Batman is really awkward in this like <laughs> For example, and that's and and that comes from like that comes down to everything that comes down to this is a a brighter movie than the Dark Knight and Batman Begins. Yeah. Like in terms of the setting, it's 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 a it's daytime it's really for a time. lot of it. Yeah, um, yeah. And I I think it's really funny. um There's there's some scenes where like where the framing is off or the lighting <laughs> is just a bit too bright on him, and he's just stood there and he looks like a ten year old going, "Mum, look at my Batman costume." <laughs> um, but there, but especially. There's one moment that really gets me. So the Dark Knight has this this kind of cool moment, and it, it Batman is you know he's 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 got the dad jokes, and he's he's not very he's not very quick with his one liners. Um, so the, the 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 Joker goes, uh, "Do you know how I got these scars?" And he goes, "No, but I know how you got these." And then he fucks him up with his with his wrist things. Um, yeah, and that's cool, and I like that. In this, Bane goes, "Ah, you've come back to die with your city," and he goes, "No, I've come back to stop you." And and it's it's just like I just imagine Bane being like, "Good one, bro." <laughs> yeah. There's quite a few moments like that. I think anytime yeah. Batman tries to have some like some some cheesy comeback line, it just does not work. And it's, it's because of the stupid fucking voice they making. Oh, the voice! On. What the voice? It's a parody of itself. at yeah. this point, it's even the fact that he does it with people who know who he is yeah like it's just him and fucking catwoman at one point um and he's still doing the voice like she knows who you are stop yeah. it also You're in fucking- this <laughs> in the dark Knight rises everyone knows who the fuck I mean, yeah i was gonna say <laughs> secret identity is fucking out the window at this point. yeah how did bane know it seems uh, like one of those things where like he knows just because the plot needed him to know. I agree but I think it's likely down to a connection through the League of Shadows or something like Oh uh, yeah probably actually. Yeah, that like, makes sense. But then but then still even then the timelines don't match up like it doesn't he would have Bane would have been long gone by the time that Bruce was ever a part of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it's a it, that's a hand wave for me. I'm just like ah uh, whatever who cares. Yeah. Um Bane is again voices dumb. The characters okay, I guess. It's not really Bane, and it is a whitewash. Um, again, because Bane is yeah. traditionally Mexican. Um, so it is it is strange to have Tom Tom Hardy is good. I'll give him that. The 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 fighting think, stuff is good, but I think I think Tom Hardy's one very physically threatening in this. Um, yeah, he's big. He's biggest he's he, ever he's, been. Yeah, he is very big. Um, and I think that he they do a they they do a lot of work to make him feel like he is physically Batman's superior. Like Batman yeah. has finally met his physical match. The um, fight scene between them in the fucking in like the cage or whatever that one's good. That's a really good fight scene. The one the one towards the end is fucking awful. But the one yeah. in the in the cage where he like physically breaks his back that one's really good. Like, it's, really fucking good. It is good. And I like that every Batman just pulls out all these tricks, and he's like... Like, Batman pulls out a smoke bomb, and he's like, nah oh, yeah. yeah, and Batman Batman turns off the lights, and he's like, nope, I eat my carrots, man. I can see you. Like, <laughs> like uh, I like that every kind of trick in Batman's arsenal. He's just like, I know this. I know that one. What are you going to do now? Yeah. Like, what's yeah. next? Uh, exactly. <laughs> it's, the, it's that weird thing, though. It's that weird thing where... Two people go to have a fight and one of them is just clearly so much better and so much and so better trained and just clearly a physically better match, a better a better fighter that he just fucking trounces him. And then they come to fight again later, but because this guy's the protagonist, this time he wins. Like, there's I, there's no reason why he should have won again. Why he should have won the second fight. So I think... The the reason I disagree with that is because he, when he's in the prison, they make a very big stress about how um, the protector had his mask. Like you know, he was in immense pain, and the mask keeps the pain at bay. In the first like in the first instance when they fight, Bruce is just brooding him. Bruce is trying to like smack him in the in the. Um, like in the ribs trying to wind him trying to punch him in the face just to down him that kind of stuff he's going at it from a brute force capability because he's never met anyone he can't punch to death essentially um in the second fight whilst i agree it's not clear at all because again chris nolan's fight choreography leaves something to be desired um especially um I, i would advise anyone to just watch that final fight like the one with all the cops and everything fighting, fighting, and just, just instead of focusing on Batman and and Bane, just look uh, at some yeah. of the extras in the background because it's really funny. They are just <laughs> flailing. They um, are just like just lightly tussling against each other. Yeah, and it's time. very funny to watch. Um, but yeah, no, in that in that when he comes back, he's he goes straight for the mask straight away. Uh, and incapacitates him like it's it's i understand because it is it is a very much a hail mary of like we need this guy to win now um and and yeah so he goes for the mask Uh, i i do then think it's funny that like bane has been like this force to be reckoned with he's like i've got a nuclear bomb i could also be holding the trigger for all you know um and catwoman (laughs) comes in and she's like (laughs) just shotgun to the wall Uh, (laughs) yeah like imagine if he fell on the trigger imagine <laughs> that would have been very funny yeah. um was marianne cotillard just ready to kill herself and bane yeah, i think so yeah um okay. i i read it all the time as like more of a spiritual journey because she even said like the knife that you know the knife that waits for the for the moment is the one that cuts the deepest and you know like i think i think it was her entire like journey and then it got to the end of it and she was like time to die and she kind of did, just like eh, die at the end, didn't she? She was just like, "I'm talking," oh, but now I'm dead. Cinema's weirdest death scene. It was very, very strange. Really, really strange. It's it's like a moment from a cartoon when someone just goes, "eh," as in like, yeah. oh, "I'm dead now." It was it was very just matter of the fact. It's like talking, okay, but now I'm dead. It also, was, I like I like the um, my father's work is complete. No, it's not. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, it's not. <laughs> you, you quite literally are dying. <laughs> In the pivotal five minutes that your heroes need you to die in, so that they can yeah. save the day, you know they have a clear plan. Exactly, you're going to die, and things are going to be fine. <laughs> so, Bane is a nonce. Bane is a nonce. What's going on? <laughs> uh, I, like, yeah, the funny joke obviously is that Bane is a nonce. Um, the the intent is clearly that Bane was. A watchful protector of this child. I do think it's creepy and weird. It's um, very weird. Also, the, that child. When they show the flashbacks of the child, and at first she's supposed to think it's Bane. It's very clearly a girl. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I agree. <laughs> and I, it's. I, it would have been good if they did like a from the back of the shaved head shot. Um, yeah. They even got Joey King to shave her head for that. Um, and it's just like <laughs> it's so blatant that she's still a girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny. It is funny, um, but yeah. whatever, banes and Nons. I mean, I, I, like I see what they was going for, but it it is just strange. Like this is a child that you protected and watched over, and then you fell in love with her. Yeah, very creepy. <laughs> okay, weird, but all right, fair enough. Again, this has been talked about time and time again. And I guess it's just one of those things like you're not supposed to think about it or it doesn't matter. It's not integral to the plot, even though I'd say it kind of is. but how did Bruce go back to Gotham uh yeah, more hand waving for me like, yeah it yeah, you're absolutely right it's 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 a dumb plot. It would have been a lot easier and a lot more of an easier pill to swallow uh if like you know he had some of his <clears throat> extreme amounts of wealth and technology aid him in any way, yeah. Um, but oh, he didn't. He was broke at this point as well. Yeah, but he's broke, but a rich people ever broke. Yeah, that's like, true. He'd have an asset. He could, you know, I'll give you this stock. And and also he's in like the, the darkest corner of like the remote world. He could have been like, do you know what Wayne Enterprises is? it? they'd be like, maybe. And he'd be like, well, if you do, I'll give you 10 stockies or shares. You don't and even own like, it at that point. Oh yeah, but they don't fucking know, do they? Like, just just throw throw in a line like, "That's oh, a good thing I did that that business deal in that undescript place that looks like a desert." Um, yeah, fair. It it yeah. It, I I know it's one of those things that it doesn't matter. It's not necessarily like fucking crucial or whatever. Yeah. And and I don't want to be like the fucking since person, like. But it is very much a ding, like fucking. <laughs> Bruce travels. uh, Bruce travels hundreds of miles and with with no reasonable way. Ding. Um, Yeah, it's it's weird, but whatever. It is what it is. So the Gordon and the Mayor or whatever, for some fucking bizarre reason, decide to send every single police officer that Gotham has underground. Every single. ridiculous the mayor mayor doesn't he's busy watching the game oh yeah he's off to see the big game and then he dies yeah um but they sent every single police officer underground which is just a fucking ridiculous idea other crime can happen you know you want you want backup in case something goes wrong but whatever they're down there for five months Five yeah. fucking months they are underground, and then they come out. Not one of them has a beard. Their hair is the exact same. They look <laughs> just a little bit dusty. <laughs> and that's literally five fucking months they've been trapped underground. That's a very good point. Yeah, and they're, they're all they're all in fighting fit condition. So they exactly they would have lost muscle mass. They, this this uh these rations that they've been sent down there were just like. <laughs> Twenty thousand pork like like lean pork like some (laughs) some 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 medium rare steaks sent down um yeah for for growing fit boys Um, (laughs) exactly and then they're broken out and they're just immediately sent to just to their deaths essentially to go fight a bunch of lads with guns like you don't want to see your family you don't want to do anything else but no batman needs me to to fight these guys, I guess. So Yeah, because as we found out, Batman is famously a liar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what one thing I do like, there's a couple of things that I think are quite cool in this. Um, sure. so, so firstly, I have nothing else that I like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like the, the attention to detail that, um, obviously, Batman's been gone eight years. Um, the older cops know all about him. Uh, the older cops are the ones that speak about Batman. Uh, Do you and mean the- JJ from JJ's Diner? Is he? Yeah, it's JJ. The guy who owns JJ's Diner, JJ himself in Bugs and Wreck, He was the guy in the car who was like, "Oh, you're in for a treat tonight, mate. Batman's back." Oh god, of course, yeah, yeah. What yeah. Is- <laughs> that was oh, JJ. Yeah. I, I like the fact that the the young the young cop is like, What? what the fuck? Like, this is this is crazy." Um, and so it's, I, and- no, it's midnight. Is it? Oh my yeah. god! Fuck! How long have we been recording? To about an hour and twenty. Cool. All right. All right. We we'll wrap up soon. Um, right. We're fine. Yeah. Um, uh, so and, and there's right. So yeah, it's 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 a fun little attention to detail uh, to detail, which I like. Um, I think that um, Anne Hathaway and Joseph Gordon Levitt do very good jobs in this. I, th- I like them. <laughs> <laughs> I I know I know. You know what I'm gonna say. Yeah, I know. Go on, go ahead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'll agree. Joseph Gordon-Levitt as as his character <laughs> is good. Okay. His character is Blake. Leave the Robin stuff out of it. Why? Yeah. Why? Why was that a thing? It was so fucking unnecessary, and it makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, it's very tacked on. Um, it's very just much wink and a an nod fan service moment, but it's not even good fan service because it doesn't make any sense. His name was, if his name was Dick Grayson, or even if they just called him Jason or something for the entire movie, don't call him Jason Todd, just Jason, I could have understood that. But the fact that he's been called Blake Jenner or whatever he is for the entire movie, and then he's like, oh no, my real name's Robin. Like, what? Robin yeah. isn't called Robin. That's his fucking, <laughs> that's his fucking superhero name. It like Bruce going "Oh no, my real name is Batman. I'm I like, like I like, I really like the fact that she's like, you should use your legal name more often. I like that. And he's like, but there's a reason I don't because I'm an adult man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's bad. It's so bad. It's so dumb. I don't like yeah. It. It, it's, it's, it's obviously a wink and a nudge. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's fine. I think uh, Catwoman's funny because I think that a lot of the time she reaches for things with her feet when she could easily use her hands uh, <laughs> because she's Catwoman. Much like a cat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but ultimately, I think she's going to... a. I really, really like the scene where she goes in um, to sell the fingerprints to Owen from Torchwood. Um, oh, yeah. And... <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and she you know, they try and they try and one up her and so she just flips around uses this man's unconscious body with his own finger on the trigger to shoot these people. Um, yeah. and then, then the SWAT team bursts through the door uh, and she just instantly becomes like a screaming woman uh, yeah. and, and they obviously just buy it and then like they pass her and she just she clearly has this just deadpan expression I think it's really good I think she had a really good grasp on this character even if Chris Spoolin didn't uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Hath- I like Anne Hathaway as an actress I think she's really good and yeah, yeah she is really good in this role um, she's not given great stuff to work with but for, for, for what she does she does it really well well, yeah. Um even if she is sadly shot like an object for some of it. But that's not her fault. Yeah. Um what um uh, let's talk the ending. Because it's bad. Uh, wait, really, really quickly, I'll say one thing. Um do you like that Dr. Pavel so they, they get to the nuclear uh, thing? The, they get yes. to the like the the, the Greenpeace machine um <laughs> and they and Bane goes, Dr. Pavel. Do your thing and he's like okay tinker tinker this is now a big mega <laughs> nuclear bomb uh yeah. when is which you know kind of like, i know the fact that bruce wayne was like we have to sink this you know it's not stable why'd you fucking build the thing in the first place like, yeah. <laughs> why'd you do it <laughs> yeah it is very stupid It it's, was no lit. it's yeah. your money man <laughs> he he really did just tinker with it for five minutes and he's like well, that's a bomb now. Like, all right, yeah. I guess. You know this thing that a minute ago was gonna like save, you know, the, the the climate. This was gonna save the world five minutes ago, and now it's gonna destroy the world. Yeah, it's it, it, and it, it is hilarious. It's like, all right, I, he takes off his jacket, and the next scene it cuts back to him, and, he, and Bane's like, "This is now a bomb," <laughs> <laughs> which is very funny. Oh, um, yeah. oh, here's here's a note on that. Not necessarily on that, but kind of related. Um, where is it? Oh, Yeah, I'll read this to you verbatim. The, the Smart thinking, Bruce, shoot missiles at a truck carrying a fucking nuclear bomb. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> very funny. I hate, I don't like that plane as well. The bats. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. What, first of all, call it the bat wing. Don't be a dickhead. Yeah. Second of all, it's not a good design, I don't think. Yeah, I think some, some certain angles it's shot from where it's flying, it just looks like a big slab. It does. <laughs> like it's just like oh, here comes Bruce in his off-shapen pringle plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. It's just an upside down Pringle. Yeah, yeah. I don't like I don't like it. <laughs> um Yeah, let's talk let's talk yeah. ending. So the ending. Um so it's bad. It is bad. It is bad. It's it's really bad. I understand that, okay. I think we're supposed to understand that the movie isn't necessarily telling the truth when it's showing you Batman in the fucking plane, and then it shows you five seconds on the counter, and then it shows you the bomb exploding. I, I, yeah. I think that's what's supposed to happen. But cinematic language is is you know something that's been established and is something that is given for a reason. It's you can't just then turn around and say. No, that wasn't the case. But then give no reason as to why it wasn't. Yeah. And then like, if there was something that showed him getting out, or showed that that was a different clip or whatever, then fine. But the fact they're just like, no, nah, don't worry about it. He got out. I'm like, okay, okay, but how? Yeah. Um, I like the fact that uh, he goes. You know, if he goes to him. Oh, hang on.
0: <clears throat>
1: Sorry, I got sneezes. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like the fact that. Um, uh, Alfred also never mentions the name of the cafe in France um and uh, and Bruce is like I guess I'll sit in every single one of them every year until I find him um this, this has been said before, so th- this absolutely is not me. I think I first heard James um, from the Weekly Planet mention this, but it would definitely would have been so much better. It would have been a much better ending if they didn't say, if they didn't allude to him escaping at all. They didn't just explicitly say it like they did in the movie. And you know, and then Alfred goes to the cafe. He sits down. He orders the fucking chinzano or whatever he orders. He has a quick drink, and then he looks across. And then he he like stares for a moment and he smiles and then it cuts to black. That yeah. would have been fucking so much better than yeah. the just explicit shot of him and Catwoman. Because yeah. it's just unnecessary. And again, it's it's clearly set for a two shot and you don't see Catwoman. You just see <laughs> you just see Bruce and he's there and, and then it doesn't even cut to her. Uh, there's no like reaction shot of they're fine and they're living a happy life together. Um yeah. it's 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 odd. Like it's just, it's, it's a moment where I think it was the ending of his trilogy and he wanted his, he wanted to have his cake and eat it too. Um, yeah. and, and it, 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 just, it thematically, it doesn't work. Um, and also I think, yeah, I like the, I like the idea that Bruce was able to finally let stuff go, but I don't think this version of Bruce, as long as crime was persisting in Gotham and bearing in mind, the city would be in fucking ruins, yeah, um, you know who who put all them people back in Blackgate prison? Um, <laughs> they glossed over all that very quickly. Just like they, yeah, they, they did, yeah. and I don't believe for one second that this Bruce wouldn't return. Look, um, here's a statue of Batman. Yeah, but the, and the thing is, this movie has Bruce Wayne presumed dead no less than four times. Um, <laughs> Not, not this movie. This trilogy. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't see any reason why this Bruce would be like. I get, the, I get the impression that Selena Carl comes home from work one day, and Bruce is like, Bruce has got half of his costume on, and she's like, Bruce, we've spoken about this, and he's like, but crime, <laughs> <laughs> like, but crime's persisting. <laughs> she's like, you got to get over it now, Bruce. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just don't believe that this version of Bruce would ever turn his back on Gotham. Yeah, it, it's very, very out of character and out of nowhere, really. Yeah. um, and, and from the character we have been given, yeah, it's just very an abrupt left turn, really. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I, I don't like this movie. I don't like the ending. Fair enough. I don't like Bane. I don't like the car. I don't like the, the plane. I don't like the nonce jail. I don't like anyway, this is um, another happy pod. Um, I don't like the the No, I kinda of like the football game sequence. That's pretty cool. I I think it's really funny. Um and I think it's really funny because it's a very it's you know, Chris Nolan knows what he's doing. Oh like, I remembered uh, my sounds. I remembered my joke as how I was supposed to open the episode. Oh go on. I was gonna go, um, hey Lawrence, uh can we get some girls in here? <laughs> Careful what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs> cut to Lawrence uh, an out of shape man uh, <laughs> sat here responding to you um, shout out to Ben Mendo Mendelssohn in the performance of his life oh, he loves this performance there's I so love. many British and Australian people just doing American accents in these movies there are actually like pretty much everyone is either British well most of them are British I think it's just Mendo who's Australian but there's just so many British people and they're like that will be American, now. Yeah, it's Nolan. Nolan. Nolan has like a every decade that Nolan works in, he chooses like four actors, and he's like, "You'll do everything in this decade, and then I will drop you uh, for a new set of younger people." Um, he never went back to Owen from Torchwood, did he? He didn't. What the hell's up with that? Yeah, Yeah, Bern Gorman is you know not particularly. Is that his name, Bern Gorman? bern gorman yeah what a strange name it is a strange name for a strange looking man um yeah as good as um, owen though he is good as owen that's true he loves shagging and he loves shagging gwen and Um, he loves being dead or something he he does he spends three episodes telling me how much he (laughs) loves being dead Um, (laughs) i'm bloody dead (laughs) you brought me back for that for that (laughs) Um, yeah great Um, and he also loves being a Big fucking rapist with his rape fucking cologne or whatever he has. His yeah. rape aftershave. And then, like, the next... Literally, like, the next episode, getting annoyed at some guy because he went back in time and saw he got away with a rape. I'm like, <laughs> bro, that's you. Come on, away. <laughs> You're doing that. <laughs> You're literally taking away someone's consent. Yeah. What, what a weird... Anyway, this isn't the Torchwood podcast that's coming <laughs> later. <laughs> it's not. Anyway... Yeah. <laughs> Um, these are some movies and I enjoyed one of them kinda uh. liked another and hated the third <laughs> fair enough <laughs> I I I was bored during the first but somewhat I liked some of it, I loved the second one, the third one I think is fine uh, but a bit of a wet fart to end a nice trilogy on um, so I think we would both say definitely watch The Dark Knight. You can probably just skip the other two, though. Uh, I don't know. Watch them all. Make up your own mind. Um, I mean, you've seen them. You've seen them. Our famous, our famous seg, our famous rating system. Watch it or skip it. Hits it again. Make up your own fucking mind. (laughs) Yeah. What what a what a great and definitely not at all pointless system we have. Anyway, this has been another happy pod. Lawrence is going to do an outro. I am, and thank you very much for the intro to my outro, Nathan. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> Stay tuned for the outro to my to my my outro to Lawrence's outro. Can't wait. Um, <laughs> uh, this has been another happy pod. Uh, we release episodes. Here. I'm so fucking tired. Can you tell? Uh, <laughs> it's after midnight. It is, and I've still got stuff to do. Um, I've got work in the morning. Bloody Nora. Uh, you. Yeah, you ain't got a job. Uh, listen, I have a job. I just choose to do it at three a.m. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot it. Yeah, we. Um, this has been another happy pod. You can catch new episodes here every Friday at ten a.m. Uh, who's editing this? Oh, please, you. <laughs> please. You. I think we should play a little game on air now to decide who's editing. I can promise you, if it ends on me editing, it will not be out by Friday. Guess I'm editing then. <laughs> <laughs> and that you was don't, the You fun don't even thing. have a fucking caravan to do this week. It doesn't matter. I've taken on more work. I've got to it's fill those book. fill those pockets. You um have episodes I've edited. I know. You're getting close. Close. It's, it's a past. <laughs> Let me outro. This has been another happy pod. You can find new episodes here at 10 a.m. every Friday, blah, blah, blah. Give us a review. Give us a like another happy pod uh, at another happy pod on Twitter and Instagram words, words, la, la, la. Next week we're doing
0: one thing about robbing banks is you're mostly robbing women. So the last thing you want to be is rude, ma'am. It's nothing personal.
1: That movie. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't listen to last week's episode. Did you put in a clip of Batman? I did. Yeah. What did What clip? Did you go for? Uh, I can't remember. I think it was something along the lines of... um, It was either the, you live long enough to die a bad boy um, line. That's another thing. There's so many lines from these movies that have just become, like, big quotable moments. Because, like, when I was watching The Dark Knight, I was just like, oh, like, every fifth line is just something people say all the time now. Yeah. That's kind of very true. Yeah. And it's the, you know, the the hero that blank deserves, but blank blank doesn't get, or blank blank loves to be a hero but it loves to kill people um yeah all of those quotes (laughs) let me go to bed (laughs) anyway bane was a non-spy